Hi, I'm Tasha Cochran, a former lawyer turned entrepreneur. A few years ago, I could never have dreamed that I could walk away from my legal career to run my own business, but I've done exactly that. And now I'm on a mission to help you do it too. Imagine doing interesting work in your comfy pants, being fully present as a parent without the guilt while still paying yourself an income that makes your big dreams a reality. Oh, hello, Hawaii vacay. Yes, that can be your life. Here on the Wealth Life Balance podcast, I share the real talk, practical tips, and behind-the-scenes strategies that you need to help you build your freedom business so that you can live your best life on your terms. Now let's make it happen. A little over a year ago, I quit my nine-to-five job as a banking and finance attorney to go all in and work full-time in my own business. And yeah, there were a lot of challenges along the way, balancing growing a multiple six-figure business while working a demanding job. So today I want to share with you some of my top tips to help you build a business on the side of your day job. Just three years ago, I had no idea what entrepreneurship even entailed. Like starting a business was the furthest thing from my mind. I was just working a job that I hated that had me traveling all the time when all I wanted was to be home with my family and especially home snuggling the newborn that it had taken us three years to conceive. And so I started One Big Happy Life as sort of a passion project, something that I was doing while I was hunting for a new job. And just one month after creating One Big Happy Life, I ended up landing my dream job. So I did both for a long time. I continued working as a banking and finance attorney during the day. And then after work, growing this business. And then it got to the point where the business was so big that I needed to make a decision. Did I want to let the business shrink down and have it be on the side forever? Or did I want to step into my business and do it full time? And I decided I wanted to do it full time because at the end of the day, I wanted to have that schedule freedom, that time freedom, while still being able to do work that I really enjoyed. But it took a while for me to get to the point where the business was able to replace my six-figure income so that I could quit my day job. And so that's why I wanted to share some of the tips that helped me do that, because I know that you might be just like me, where you're working a day job, something that you're really good at, something where you get paid really well, but you feel like there's something else that you feel called to do right? You want to have full control over the work you do. Maybe you want a more creative career. Maybe you want to pivot from the career that you're doing right now into something that just seems more interesting to you. Even now here in One Big Happy Life, I still talk about consumer finance, but I just do it from a very different place, a more creative place, a place where I'm able to have full control over the messaging and how I say what I say and who I help and how I help them. And there's something really powerful about that. And so you're probably here because you feel the same thing, right? You want to be able to do work you love while also being able to provide for yourself financially and make the kind of money that you want to make that will afford you the lifestyle that you want to have. Totally get it. So how do you even find the time to do that when you are working a full-time demanding nine to five? And maybe you're like me and you also have kids and a family to consider as you are trying to juggle both of those things. So these tips will help. Tip number one, you've got to block out time to work on your business every single week. 
businesses take time to build and they require consistency, which means that you've got to show up and do work in your business every single week, which can be challenging when you are still working your nine to five. And so the way that you make this happen, because yes, you're going to be working hours outside of your day job is that you've got to block off that time in your calendar because there's no such thing as finding time. Like it's never just going to randomly appear and just be there for you waiting. Like here's all that time you've been waiting for to work on your business. There's never going to be a perfectly right time where all the stars align. There's only right now. So you just got to start right now and work with the time that you have. And so what do you do? You block off time in your schedule to work on your business. Now I recommend at least five hours a week, ideally 10 hours would be better. And so here's what that could look like. It's very easy to fit in 10 hours a week. You just block off two and a half hours on Saturday and Sunday, and then one hour a week on the weekdays. And you have your 10 hours a day to work on your business. And so, yes, it might mean that you're scrolling social media less and that you're watching fewer things on Netflix, but the payoff is the business of your dreams. And so it is totally worth it. The other thing you've got to do when you block off this time in your schedule is that you've got to let your kids know and your significant other know that this is time for you to work on your business, which means no constantly coming in, asking you questions, throwing you off your game, having you task switch, none of that. So just let them know how important this is to you and make sure that they're aware of what your schedule looks like so that you can close the door and just work on your business. And if need be, maybe you need to take yourself outside of the house when we're able to again, so that you can get that quiet time that you need. Tip number two is to make sure that you are spending your time working on the right things in your business. So doing things like spending a whole bunch of time deciding on what your website should look like, what colors you should use, what fonts you should use. That's not going to actually move the needle in your business. You obviously want to make sure that you have a professional looking website, that your colors aren't jarring. You're not like lime green and I don't even know, lime green and highlighter yellow, whatever that color is. Those are two colors that probably you don't want to use too much together. As long as it goes, it's not ugly. (laughs) You don't want to be spending hours and hours tweaking a website that chances are you're going to want to change in another year or two anyway, as your business evolves and as your understanding for your business evolves. Same thing. You don't want to spend a whole bunch of time scrolling social media. Yes, with an online business, you'll have to spend some amount of time on social media, but you want to make sure that time is purposeful, right? So that you're doing things that are aimed at moving the needle in your business and not just spending time scrolling social and getting caught in that never-ending scrolling feed on social. The other thing that can take a lot of time unnecessarily is trying to Google everything, trying to create a business by just Googling. And that brings me to tip number three, which is a major time saver, which is to invest in a program that's aimed to help you grow your business from scratch. That's exactly why I created Ascend Incubator because it is the program that I wish was available to me when I was building a business from scratch because there is so much that I have learned along the way that that information just isn't, first of all, isn't available via Google, but I wish I had had a clear step-by-step system telling me exactly what I needed to do next 
every step of the way what I needed to focus on so that I didn't spend so much time spinning my wheels. And so when you invest in a program to help you grow your business, you're not wasting time reinventing the wheel. And instead, you're saving yourself time because you're working a nine to five. You don't have a lot of time to begin with. So you want to make sure that the time that you do have, that you're using it efficiently. And even though now I don't have a nine to five, now I work full time in my business. If there is something that I want to learn how to do, I will rarely Google it. It has to be something really small. Like just now I Googled how to record a podcast in Adobe Audition, because this is the first time that I'm using a podcast mic connected to my computer versus our normal audio recorder. So I'm testing it out. This is something brand new. But what I'm not Googling is how to start a podcast. I'm not going to do that. In this case, I've hired someone to help me start a podcast because I know that hiring someone else who is already an expert, who has already done what I want to do will save me so much time. So I don't try to figure things out on my own, only very tiny things. But when it comes to big moves that I'm making in my business, And in your case, starting out your business, one of the best things that you can do is to invest in a coach or program that's aimed at helping you start your business the right way from the very beginning. Now, so many people want to start a business and they don't want to spend any money investing in that business. But the thing is, businesses are like plants. You have to feed them in order for them to grow. Otherwise, they're going to grow very slowly. And while you're trying to build your business on the side of your nine to five, you don't want it to take you four and five and six years for you to build a profitable business because that's four and five and six years of a whole bunch of time that you're going to be working outside of your day job trying to build this business. You want to get it up and running as quickly as possible. So you want to make sure that every action that you're taking is actually moving the needle forward in your business. And the only way that you can really do that is by having someone on your team who knows how to do what it is that you want to do. Another great tip for being more efficient with your time as you are creating your business is to batch work. So if at all possible, set aside chunks of time where you're able to focus on specific tasks and especially tasks that are similar to each other. So for example, let's say that you create four primary pieces of content for your business every single month. So one a week. So you're going to spend some time, let's say an hour brainstorming content. Then you'll spend an hour or two outlining your content. Then you'll spend, let's say two, maybe three hours actually creating your content. So what could that look like if you were following the schedule that I mentioned earlier when I talked about how to block out time for your business? Friday, you could do your brainstorming. Saturday, you can do all of your outlines. And then Sunday, you can sit down and batch record. So in the span of one weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you've created all of the primary pieces of content that you'll need for your business. Now I say record, but maybe your primary piece of content is a blog post or a Facebook live or something like that. So if it's a Facebook live, you'll have to also dedicate time to deliver it live. But my point is that when you batch work, so you combine like tasks, you actually end up being more efficient, which is why it's also good for you to have blocks of time that you can work on your business. So instead of putting in, say, 15 minutes here, 30 minutes there, ideally you'd get an hour, an hour and a half of solid work where you get to focus on specific tasks 
tasks within your business. Now you might be thinking, well, how am I going to find even an hour or two to work on my business? Because my time, my schedule is totally packed. I don't have time even to spend an hour or two for myself on the weekends. So in that case, you want to look into hiring help around the house. Now, I know that this might feel like a luxury to you, but I promise you that it is not. It is a way of you being able to use your money to buy back your time so you could spend your time creating an asset that could be worth hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars to you over the course of your lifetime. And let's not forget about the value of freedom, right? The value of being able to step away from work that you no longer are excited by and to be able to step into work that you are excited by and that you can do on your own schedule and that you can fit in the other roles of your life, like spouse and mom, without having to feel like you're not doing it well, which can sometimes happen when you work a traditional nine to five that isn't flexible enough. And I think we all feel what that is like, especially now during COVID when there is even less work-life balance because work and life are intertwined together with our kids at home and us trying to work at the same time. So getting that outside support can give you just that little bit of extra breathing room that you need in order to be able to work on your business. And to tie that back into the batch work before. So one of the things that Joseph and I used to do is that we would get a sitter to come in once a month so that we could shoot several videos at once. Ideally, we wanted to shoot like six videos every time we got a sitter, because that meant that we had to shoot fewer videos on the weekdays and when the kids were around, because so then that way we could show up even more as parents, because we set aside that time to batch our work in our business. And that really was key to us being able to continue to be consistent in the business and not get burned out trying to do both. Now, my last tip is to create an environment that is conducive to you building a profitable business. And there are two parts to that. There's the where, and then there's also the how. So in the where, you want your space to be conducive to creativity. Building a business is creative work because you're creating something that didn't exist. It's art, just like writing or drawing a painting or building a chair. And so you want to make sure that you are in the right mental space to be able to do your best work in the limited time that you have. So there is a reason that my office looks like this beyond the fact that it looks good on camera it also makes me feel good. Like you can't see it, but my backyard is right there. It's green and it's lush. It's beautiful. So I love me an office with a view. It makes me feel really good walking into this space every single day. And even when I was an employee, I knew that having an office space that I could work in and come in and be productive at home was important to me. So make space, make a space for you to work on your business. And if there's no place in your home where you can work on your business comfortably, maybe you are more creative at a coffee shop, at your favorite coffee shop or something like that. So just find a place that inspires you to show up as your best self and to do your best work whether it's a corner in your bedroom where you've created a little seating area and a desk for yourself, or if it's a whole office like what I have here. 
The other thing is if you're making a lot of videos, which we do, then you may want to go ahead. I think it's a great idea to create a backdrop, which is what I have inside the office. It is a backdrop, but it's also functional because there are bookcases and that dresser has a lot of our electronic supplies or camera batteries, things like that. So look for ways that you can use your decor in both a functional way and in a way that will benefit your business at the same time. So that's the where. So now let's talk about the how. We're talking about being as efficient as possible with your time. And so you want to make sure that you have the tools that you need to be able to do work in your business efficiently. For us, that meant getting higher quality cameras, getting better computers that were able to process videos faster, getting better internet speeds so that our YouTube videos didn't take an hour to upload. Instead, they take more like five minutes. Why? Because that helps us get the work done faster. So do not be afraid to invest in your business. I will say our first year of business, we were negative. Our second year of business, we were positive, but more than half of the money got reinvested back into the business because we understood that by investing back into our business, by feeding our business and giving it the resources that it needed, it would be able to grow a lot faster. So that's how you've got to think about your own business as investing in your business, investing in your future, both time and money so that you can have that freedom business that you truly want. Now, now, if you've been wanting to start your own freedom business where you get to do work that lights you up while also having time and income freedom, and you'd love to work with me and my team to help you get there, then I'd love for you to head on over to onebighappylife.com forward slash coaching and apply to my Ascend Incubator program. Thanks for hanging out with me here today on the Wealth Life Balance podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think will love it. Until next time, keep taking those small actions every day that bring you closer to building your freedom business and living your best life on your terms. See you next time.